I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today, back in the company of Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D., to ask him to elaborate a bit on topics he discusses in his March 2022 Spartan Community Letter, which you can read by clicking on the Communications tab at president.msu.edu. And President Stanley, thanks in advance for sharing some of your insights again. Oh, it's it's always a pleasure to be with you, and uh, I think we have some great conversations, so always happy to do it. Well, the 6th annual Give Green Day was on March 15th. This year, more than $1.34 million was raised from over 7,000 gifts for causes including Alumni Club Scholarships, the MSU Center for Survivors Survivor Emergency Fund, and a number of college-based funds supporting Spartan students of today and tomorrow. That's an increase over last year's $1.2 million raised, and just another wonderful testament to the engagement of Spartans around the world and how they care about helping us continue to be excellent. It, it really is impressive um, how they come together, and I think this is our second highest uh, t- total of all time, so that's great, and the number of people continue to grow every year who are contributing. And I'm impressed, of course, by our incredible alumni. I'm also impressed by our faculty and staff um, who gave during this time, too. Um, obviously, um, they give so much to the university on a daily basis, and it means a lot to me to see them kicking in uh, afterwards as well. And parting with some of their well-earned treasure um, to support the university as well. So it's, it's great. I think it's a chance for people to, to do this. We still want people to give, you know, when it's not Give Green Day, obviously. So, you know, don't just focus on that. Um, but I think it's a way in which the campus comes together and we can see the support uh, and the c- tremendous affection and investment people are willing to make in MSU. And a person who will help lead that giving in the future, sir, is Kim Tobin, who you recently selected to be our next vice president for university advancement. She arrives on May 1st. Your thoughts on Kim, what made you select her, and and the important role she will play in continuing to garner donor support to enhance MSU's excellence? Well, Kim was an outstanding candidate who was a very powerful choice of the uh, select search committee that worked on this particular search. And she comes up from Colorado State University, which is another land-grant university, where she's led them to a number of very successful campaigns and has been raising in the $150 million range and above uh, during her time at CSU, which is a smaller institution um, than Michigan State University. Um, She also, if you just spend any time in her presence, she's incredibly enthusiastic. Uh, about what she does, and she really cares about the institution that she's been at CSU, and now she's learning a lot about MSU and learning to care about it as well. And her enthusiasm, energy, uh, and I think uh, knowledge uh, and sophistication in terms of fundraising as a whole um, are going to serve us very, very well. So I'm looking forward to great things. I do want to say, you know, how much I've appreciated all the work that Marty Heil has done. Um, She's been amazing, and uh, Marty is leading us to a great year this year. We're doing very, very well. We're ahead of where we wanted to be. Everybody should keep giving, but we're ahead of where we want to be. Um, but it's, it's, it's really going to be good to have Kim on board. And I think, again, she'll bring some new perspectives and, and energy to the position. And financial stewardship is an ongoing imperative for MSU and an element of MSU Strategic Plan 2030. We recently issued $500 million in century bonds, which mature in 100 years. Talk a little bit about what century bonds are and the significance and impact of this. 
So century bonds were things I wasn't familiar with, uh, actually, until I came to Michigan State University. But our chief financial officer and VP, uh, Lisa Frace, um, had some experience with century bonds. And basically, it's a vehicle by which you can borrow money uh, and have to pay it back at the end of 100 years. So we're borrowing $500 million. In 100 years, we'll have to pay that $500 million back. In the meantime, we pay interest uh, on the out coming uh, balance uh, during that 100-year uh, period. So 2122 is when this becomes due. I don't think I'll be around to see that. Um, it would be pretty amazing if I was. Um, but I think it's an opportunity for us to really get capital and dollars for capital projects at a very good price right now. Interest rates still remain near historic lows. So we have money that we can utilize. And the idea is to really create a replenishing fund with this $500 billion. So use it for projects, but use it for projects that will have some type of return on investment. So that could be a parking garage, that could be a laboratory that brings in indirect costs. Lots of things we can do with this. But the idea is to keep the fund going so we'll have a continuous fund for capital projects, those that, again, that have some return on investment, and use that money for a very, very long period of time. And uh, I think it was actually the last day of February, but this month you attended the ribbon cutting of McLaren Healthcare's new health campus in the University Health Park on the south end of campus. The $600 million facility includes a new 240-bed hospital, a multi-specialty outpatient health care center, and a Carmanis Cancer Institute in partnership with MSU Healthcare. It's an exciting project that offers new facilities for MSU's education, research, and service to our regional community in collaboration with McLaren. And it's another example of our important healthcare-related partnerships. Yeah, this is a very important partnership for us, and we're very pleased that McLaren is really building this and has built this state-of-the-art facility right on our campus, essentially. So that's going to make it available, of course, for our employees, students, faculty, and staff to utilize. Um, it's state-of-the-art. I've had a chance to tour it. Um, $600 million buys you a very impressive uh, hospital building. Um, and I think, again, as I look at the facilities in the emergency rooms, I look at the facilities for imaging in particular, and there's going to be very close collaborations between radiology and our doctors here at MSU, uh, MSU Healthcare. Um, so we'll be working very closely with them to provide some of those kinds of services. And I think it's the beginning of an even closer collaboration with McLaren. Um, they're a very uh, outstanding healthcare provider, as you know. And I think this is, again, another step forward in building closer collaborations. We have collaborations with them. We have collaborations with Spectrum. We have collaborations with Sparrow. And, of course, we have this Henry Ford affiliation, which is a deep-set partnership as well. So we're going to continue to work with people to improve health throughout the state. But how nice to be able to do something major right in our own backyard. On March 16th, we launched the second No More Campus survey to follow up on the first one conducted in 2019 to measure the culture, perceptions, and policies associated with relationship violence and sexual misconduct. Say a little more about the survey and why you're strongly encouraging MSU students, faculty, and staff to participate and share their views. Well, it's so important that we understand what our campus culture is like and climate and what people are experiencing on campus. And really, the only way to do this is by this kind of very confidential survey so we can get information and people can feel comfortable coming, tell, coming and telling us what's happening on campus. Of course, we're hoping things have improved since we did the survey in 2019. But if they haven't, or even if they've not improved that much, we need to find ways to do things better. But without knowing what the problems are, we can't come up with the solutions. So we had about 15,000 individuals fill out this survey before. That's a great total for the university as a whole. Um, we're a little behind schedule in terms of people filling out right now. I think 
St. Patrick's Day and the NCAA tournament may have had something to do with that. But I encourage people, it probably showed up in your mailbox uh, uh, last Wednesday. Um, and so, again, I encourage people to fill it out, uh, complete it. It's so important, again, to help guide what we do in relationship violence and sexual misconduct and also to take a look at how we treat each other as a whole on the campus. And so civility and other issues are addressed by this survey. So please fill it out. Please get it done. Students, faculty, and staff, it really does make a difference for us. Now you recently had the fun opportunity to honor an amazing faculty member and teacher by announcing this year's President's Distinguished Teaching Award in a surprise classroom visit. College of Social Science Associate Professor John Waller is an exemplary scholar and teacher well-deserving of the award. His scholarship, enthusiasm, and mentorship are highly admirable and a great example of the world-class education and support for student success at MSU. Our, our faculty really make it all go, don't they? They're amazing, and uh, this is always a fun thing. This is now, I think, the third time I've done this, and last time I did it, I, w I broke into a Zoom meeting, but this time I was able to come in person, which was much better, and Professor Waller was very funny. Uh, as we walked into the room, I was there, the provost was there, the dean of his college, Mary Finn, was there. Um, he looked at one of the students instead and in said in a stage whisper, I think I'm being fired, and of course, it was exactly the opposite. We were there to congratulate him for his excellence in teaching, and uh, again, we can't say enough about the quality of education that one can receive at MSU. And of course, faculty uh, and staff, uh, graduate student who have teaching roles as well, are all critical in getting this done. And we really might very much appreciate their efforts. And it's nice to be able to, to thank them. Uh, and so again, my thanks to the donors who provide this kind of support for these awards, because um, it really does make a difference in our ability to recognize and retain these great faculty. You're surprising of John was really a great piece of social media, the video on your Instagram account. I actually teared up a bit. I just thought it was so great. And uh, can you reflect a bit on March was Women's History Month and it was the beginning, which will continue to celebrate Asian Pacific Islander Desi American Heritage Month. Just your thoughts on those honoring events. Well, these are so important. I think it's, you know, we're, we're caught up in the hustle and bustle of daily life, but it's important to be reminded of the things that are happening around us and the things that have happened in history that really matter. And so Women's History Month, I think, is very important. Our College of Education has actually made uh, a program that one can go to at their site that shows women in history and traces back some of the people, particularly those who have been associated with MSU. So I encourage people to track that down. Uh, and then the Asian Pacific Islander Desi American Heritage Month. Again, there'll be a number of celebrations. And again, if you go online, you can find opportunities uh, to participate in these because I think it's really rewarding. I think you learn about culture, you learn about history, and it adds to the experience of being at MSU. This is one of the advantages of being at a university is we do take time to celebrate these events and recognize and look back and forward at the same time. And I think I encourage everybody to be a part of it. And President Stanley, around these parts, we read a calendar, January, February, Izzo, April, May, etc. Just your thoughts on another exciting college basketball season. You know, I had a chance to go to Greenville and see the team play on those two games. And what I told the people I talked to there was, we can't take this for granted. It's 24 years in a row now we've gone to the NCAA tournament, and it's easy to kind of take that for granted. But please don't. I was at Stony Brook University before I came here, and I had the opportunity to preside over the first time Stony Brook University had been to the Division I NCAA tournament. And our campus came to 
together and enjoyed it uh, in a very big way. And to have that opportunity every year for 24 years in a row is spectacular. So we've got to enjoy it. So I thought the first round game was a thriller against Davidson. So wonderful to win. And then we had, uh, we definitely had, I think, Duke on the ropes, um, but they squiggled, you know, wiggled away and, and ended up winning the game. But it was a great game. And I think people were not considering a serious contenders in that game. And I think we showed that we absolutely were. And you can never discount a Tom Izzo team, particularly in March. So we'll be back. Um, you know, we can count on that. I think Tom will continue to bring us back. But that level of excellence and maintaining it speaks volumes about his leadership in the program and, of course, the student-athletes who've elected to participate with us. And, sir, any final thoughts as we quickly move through the semester for Spartan Nation? It won't be long. In our next couple of conversations, we'll be talking about the amazing facility for rare isotope beams that's opening, for example. Well, that's definitely a preview of coming attractions, and that that will be (laughs) happening next month, and we're very excited about it. And I think, you know, it's been a very good semester. I think we're in a good place right now. Uh, I think everybody continues to follow the rules, and I hope people continue, if you haven't been boosted, to get your booster shot, because that's important, keeping the campus safe. But overall, I'm very pleased with where we're going as we work towards about six weeks to go to complete spring semester. President Stanley, thanks so much for your leadership and for sharing your insights with me again. Always a pleasure. That's Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D. You can keep up with all he's doing at president.msu.edu. And as we mentioned, you can follow along on Instagram at MSU Press Stanley. And again, you can read this letter that we've been talking about, the Spartan Community Letter for March of 2022, by clicking on the Communications tab at president.msu.edu. I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.